Welcome to the Arkham Files, an actual play Call of Cthulhu RPG podcast, featuring Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner. Listen, Fatso, I already saw a man out in the woods with light coming out of his orifices. Peter Morrison as Dominic Drunkard. All pockets from all dead people in the room are being searched by me. Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Kanstanjevitz. Well, this is too scary, guys. I quit. Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield. I pull out old reliable and I say, sir, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm going to net you. Abel Morrison as Officer Billy McConnell. You shot him in the face? Is he dead? You do remember I'm a cop, right? You just shot a guy in the face. And I'm your game master, the keeper of arcade lore, Alex Morrison. Now grab onto some dice and your sanity. Let's roll. A flash of lightning. A freak accident. A once in a lifetime event on the road from impossible to improbable. The wrong place at the wrong time. If you could calculate the odds that you would end up right here and right now, they would be impossible and yet here you are. And so when these events happen, you can't help but ponder every step that led you here. Question every road taken and not taken in the infinite branching paths of the simplest daily decision. What if you had gone left instead of right? What if you hadn't stopped for coffee? What if you hadn't spent that extra second looking at the headlines this morning or tying your shoe or making sure the knot in your necktie was just right? Then you wouldn't be here now, on a lonely stretch of road staring at wide, terrified eyes in a blaring nor'easter coming down like the world has become so wicked once more that God couldn't help but break his promise. But what if it wasn't an accident? What if something nudged you left instead of right, whispered, hey, why not a cup of coffee today? Or ever so slightly threw off that perfectly knotted necktie, bringing you bit by branching bit to the wrong place at the right time. But that begs its own question. Is it that secrets can never stay hidden? They call out from the dust to the special few who can hear their quiet plea. Or is it the secret keeper, annoyed by your digging, seeks to draw you in just a little deeper, to then bury you with the rest? This is the Arkham Files, Case 002, Deadlight, September 1925. Somewhere on the road outside Dunwich, Massachusetts. Calling it the storm of the century. So batten down the hatches, folks, and stay off the road. It's only going to get worse before it gets better. The rain slashes across the windshield in torrents as you wind down a dark, tree-lined road somewhere near the outskirts of Dunwich, Massachusetts, in one of the worst storms you've ever seen. You're about eight hours out from Arkham and still hours from your destination, but with this storm and the current state of the roads, you're beginning to wonder if you're going to arrive at all. You've spent the last three months recovering from the Corridor deal. 
and the injuries to your body, though still uncomfortable, are healing. The injuries to your mind, on the other hand. Whatever nightmare awaits for you in New Jerusalem has been scratching at the back of your head, calling to you since that fateful trip down into a quiet neighbor's basement that apprehended a murderer and broke the world. You've put it off as long as you felt you could, determined that this time you'd be prepared for whatever waits in the dark and whispers at the edge of madness. With all your resources, you hope that this time you've prepared enough. And with the ancient sinister tomes you took from the Corbett house, this time, maybe it's you that'll have a few surprises up your sleeves. In other news, after serious beginnings, the Miskatonic Mangler case has slowed to a crawl. Both suspects have been remanded to Arkham Sanatorium for psychological evaluation and to await trial. Tomaszewski has not stopped raving since they brought him in. He's confessed to the crimes over and over, and by linking together the evidence with his rantings, the police are starting to piece together the whole story. Conversely, Bernard Corbett has barely uttered a word since his arrest on that fateful night in June. His lawyer has been filing injunction after injunction, doing his level best to keep his client from being railroaded especially now with the mayor piling on in an attempt to distance himself from his former friend. Mayor Seidel had these words to say after presenting a commendation to hero cop Billy McConnell. Rest assured that the uh, full weight of my office will be brought to bear to ensure the evil, uh, vile perpetrators will face justice for these uh, disgusting but with the preponderance of evidence discovered at the Corbett House and its horrific nature, the future does not look bright for the man the papers have dubbed. The Frankenstein of Arkham. Hey, Major. Turn that off. All right. Turn it off. I'm trying to drive. It's off. The radio trails off into static and distorts and whines louder as some interference fades in over the top of the program you guys were listening to. So, since you guys are driving a truck, you're going to have two people up front in the cab, and you guys have outfitted this this truck. It's kind of big. It used to be a delivery truck, and you've outfitted it kind of like a military transport truck, so there's seats in the back along with the in the cargo space. So you guys are going to have two people up front one driving and one sitting passenger in the cab. Everybody else is going to be in the back. Okay, so we've established that Billy McConnell is driving and Major Bakersfield is riding shotgun, and the rest of us are in the back playing canasta. Okay, well, the, the radio, the static spikes on the radio and distortion builds. It starts to whine before the Major shuts it off. Now, Billy McConnell, Detective Billy McConnell, you're trying to focus, you're trying to see through the driving rain ahead of you as it strikes across your windshield, cuts through your headlamps. You've slowed down to a crawl due to the weather. The road is mostly washed out. It's difficult to see. And there are a few things that register in your mind for a moment before comprehension actually catches up. And it's pale face, 
wide eyes, happy yellow sundress. Suddenly as comprehension hits you, you realize there's a woman in the road in front of your vehicle. She's run out of the forest and now she's standing right directly ahead of you, staring with wide panicked eyes. Uh, Billy McConnell. Yeah. Needs you to make a drive auto roll. Ah, here comes the drive. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Maybe I should be driving. Major Bakersfield, you also well, see the same thing. Can't you can't drive and roll dice at the same time. Eh, he always yeah. tries dice. Never mind. All right, here I go. Yeah. Oh, 61. And I got a 60. Use, luck. Okay, Use one luck. Use one luck. Do you like to spend sure. some luck? No, push the, the roll. Alright. Alright, so Billy, you spend one luck to succeed yeah, on your drive auto luck. roll? Definitely. Alright, Major Bakersfield, you also see the woman standing in the road a split second before Billy McConnell slams on the brakes and swerves the truck, just barely missing the woman in the road by inches as he skids to a stop in the road next to her. As you look and turn, she's still just standing there staring. Uh, Billy McConnell, well, I would uh, I would suggest go around uh, and floor it. Is she out my window or? Uh, I'm gonna hop out of the uh, car. And while it's driving? And he away. just pulled over, didn't he? I don't know. Yeah, I pulled over, she's out your door. She's at my door on my side? Uh, yeah, but she's just like standing there. All right, I'm gonna roll down my window. Hey, what are you doing, you crazy lady? You almost killed us. There's no response from the woman. She turns and looks at you for a second and then turns back and looks into the woods again, glancing around her over her shoulders and then looks back at you. Her eyes are still wide and she looks like she's in shock. So the three of you that are in the back have no idea what's going on. All right, I'm going to bang on the thing. Like, the, the you know. Yeah, the back. Is there a window yeah. between yeah. us and the, the box truck in the back? That we can, like, roll down or open? There's no window or anything, no. I just okay. banged on it. Are you guys going to pop your heads yeah, out Yeah, so I can, I'm going to get out of the car and go to the passenger side. As you get out of the car, you see a woman standing in the road next to the truck. Hey, are you okay there? Are you with anybody? What's going on? Do you mean is she with anybody? or is she? She doesn't respond. She just looks... She's... Breathing heavily and, and looking at you and looking around. Simeon, grab a blanket. Grab a blanket out of the back, quick. You don't She's even know soaking, what's going on yet. Soaking wet. <laughs> She's clearly in shock. And well, I know what I'm doing. I'm a psychologist. A well, Give me a blanket so I can... Keep your shirt on, man. Just grab a blanket. Hey, well, I did wear my special suspenders, so... Who knows where this can go. But give me the blanket first. Let's try that. Here's a blanket. Thanks for the blanket, Tallahassee. You bet. So I go, I go up to her and I'm like, and I wrap it around her shoulders. Did you whisper anything in her ear? Okay. Hi. <laughs> Let's get her in the truck. Get her so out I'm gonna of get the her passenger side. So I'm gonna boot uh, Bakersfield out of the front. No, we got three seats up here. No, just we got to keep her in the back. Us. We can fit her up here. So she don't kill us all. You could probably fit her up in don't the cab. Don't put her in cab. She's gonna ride. Put her in all the right, front. fine. I think that's a good idea. Let's put her in the back. Where she came from. As you're looking at her and you look at her up close, you can see she's just, she's soaked to the skin. She's tall. She's dark hair. She's pretty in a gaunt kind of way. 
Um, she appears to be completely in shock. All right, let's get her out of the rain, guys. And at a closer look, you can see it looks like her mouth has been bleeding and there's a bruise on her head. Simeon, I think something really bad happened. Her to nice her. yellow sundress is it's dirty and torn in various places, and there's leaves kind of sticking out here and there. And it looks like her, the knees of her stockings are ripped. And so, muddy. can I roll a persuade to get her to talk? I'm gonna get out of the cab and uh, try and guide her towards the back of the truck to climb in with us. Uh, I've got experience with this. I've, I've okay. seen a lot are of men putting, like this. In the are you putting her in the back, or are you going to put her in the cab? Put her in the back. I'm going to put her in the back with the rest of the guys, yeah, with the psychologist. Ma'am, bring bring her back Come here. with me. We need to get you out of this weather. She goes with you. She doesn't resist at all. Okay, I got her to the back of the truck and help her climb in. All right, clearly she came out of the woods from that direction, so I drop my Colt 45 and my cavalry sword, and I put on my hat. And I go running into the forest with my flashlight. Tallahassee, get back here. There might be a bald monster out there. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go see what she's like. So hold on. I'm going to roll a persuade real quick to see if I can get her to talk. See if I can calm her down and get her to talk. Okay. Have you guys put her into the back of the truck? She's yes. in the back. Okay. So you've climbed back there with her? Yes. Okay. Um. Let's see. Why don't you... Why don't you roll a psychoanalysis? Okay. I got 66. Since she's in shock. Oh my god. So this is more 89. Of a, You're the what you get? He got an 89. Got an 89. He's oh, yeah. he's too enamored with her looks. He can tell that she's a woman, and that's yeah. fine. He thinks. So uh nothing. Uh so you, you kind of try and talk to her, you try and um try to warm use her up your, first powers of psychology your training that you have to see if you can calm her down uh, she's just shivering her eyes are wide and she's she's barely blinking and you can see there's a you can see there's a bruise on her head and she's uh yeah like I said she's bleeding from the mouth she looks pretty banged up she's bleeding I'm gonna administer some first aid to her but she's she's currently unresponsive from what you're I'm gonna do it anyway all right you want to roll a first aid on her to try and uh, yeah just at least, you know, patch up the, the bleeding and that kind of stuff. Okay. All right, here I go. Got this, Sam. I rolled a 24 out of 70. Nice. Okay, that's a success. So you wrap some blankets around her. You grab a couple bandages from the first aid kit you guys have packed. Uh, wrap them around her head. You're talking her to her, talking to her the whole time, trying to calm her down. Kind of the same way you used to to used to talk to the men that were under your command when you saw this. Uh, you've seen this type of thing before. Shock, shell shock from some sort of traumatic event or after combat. So you're talking to her for a minute and her eyes focus on you for just a minute. And she looks at you. She mumbles a couple words that you have a hard time hearing. She mumbles them again, and you listen closer, you hear, but all you hear her say is, Grand, grand, grandfather, grandfather, the light, the light, oh, grandfather. Right. Um, <clears throat> Simeon. Persuade her then? She's shell-shocked. 
uh, just keep talking to her, trying to get a response out of her. Maybe use your flashlight in her eyes a little bit. I'm going to go see what the heck Tallahassee's doing. Hand me one of those shotguns. Maybe we should just Okay, so Tallahassee, you ran off into the woods? You know, that's right. Major Bakersfield, uh, since you've actually traveled, or you traveled this road somewhat often since you have a friend that lives down uh, not too far from here in the vicinity of New Jerusalem, so you've traveled this road fairly recently, uh, you remember that there's actually a diner and a gas station not too far ahead of where you guys are? If you think you are accurate to where you've placed your guys on the road. You're glancing around in the woods. Everything is dark. It's, it's pitch black out here. The only light is coming from your headlights, I guess your flashlight that you have, and the intermittent flashes of lightning overhead from this storm. So Tallahassee, as you're glancing into the woods, the woods are thick, and it looks like maybe there used to be orchards here sometime before. It was probably a nice area, but now everything's overgrown. Lots of overgrown underbrush. And the trees now in the dark and in the storm seem to be a lot more oppressive than they might during the day. As you're looking off into the woods, for a second, it looks like maybe there was a flash of light. Maybe something reflecting off a piece of metal. You see it for a second, but then it's gone. I take my gun and my bullwhip. Uh, nah, just my gun. My bullwhip's still strapped in my side. <laughs> Alright, Billy, punch I it. I use my flashlight and I go running into the woods to go see if I can find that flash of light. Okay, so Tallahassee goes running off into the woods. From the back of the truck, uh, Tallahassee, or not Tallahassee, uh, Major Bakersfield, as you get out and you go running past, heading off into the woods, you hear the woman from the back of the truck and she starts screaming. She goes, no, no, don't go. No, no. I've got a flashlight and a shotgun with me. I'm going to go retrieve Mr. Turner. No, no. All right, so you guys see Tallahassee Turner and... Major Bakersfield go running off into the woods. Oh, garbage. So what's the girl doing right now? Is she still freaking She's out? She's freaking out in the back of the truck. Alright, so I try to calm her down. Okay. I stay with the girl. Okay. So making your way through the woods, it's pretty slow going. Because of the weather. And... Because of all the underbrush, all the undergrowth, there's lots of roots and branches everywhere. It's bushes. As you're trying to make your way through the woods, you're heading towards the area where you thought you saw that reflection, that quick flash. Uh, Tallahassee, why don't you roll me a power check? Oh no! Son of a beast! Can I see Tallahassee from where I'm at as I'm running? Can I see his flashlight or anything? Yeah, you can see him. You can see his flashlight. Okay. You can I thought I'd be a little more daring right. in this season, but yeah, apparently I'm gonna die in the first three minutes. Remember how you got naked minutes. last season? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I think he seemed to have forgotten what game we're playing, yeah. Seth. Thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I missed what you said. Sorry, I was celebrating my roll. I got thirty-five out of fifty. So, okay. As you're running through the woods and you're you're shining your flashlight around, you're picking up the branches ahead. Um, you get the feeling of being watched. 
You get that sense that maybe you're not alone out here. I don't think I'm alone. You've gone a little ways out into the woods. You're maybe 30, 40, 50 yards off the road from now by now. I want you to roll spot hidden. So while he's doing that, uh, I'm going to back the truck up and just kind of aim the lights towards the woods a little bit. See if I can see him. Because I saw him run off, but now I can't see him. Yeah. So I'm just going to try and angle my lights into the woods a little bit. Okay. Hard success. I got a 34 out of 79. Okay. Dang, son. So, Billy McConnell, you, you position the, the truck to shine off into the woods. You actually can't see Tallahassee from where you are. He's gotten too far back and he's too deep into the deep into the forest and deep through the brush. So, Major Bakersfield, you're a little ways behind Tallahassee. You do see him. Tallahassee, up ahead in the woods, just as you as you come around one tree, your flashlight actually picks up on something. Maybe another 10 yards ahead or so. It looks like maybe there's somebody standing there with his back to you. Hey. Hey, you. Turn and look at me. There's no response. Uh, I throw a rock at it. <laughs> it's hey, stupid. <laughs> there's no response. He's just standing there. He doesn't have a flashlight, he doesn't have anything. His, his, his arms are down to his side, and he's just standing there, head back a little bit, maybe looking up a little ways. Is, is he facing you, or is he facing away? He's facing, facing away. away. His back's to him. Uh, he has dark hair that's up. matted to his head with the rain. I, I pull out my bull whip, and I don't whip him, but I whip close to him to kind of see if it startles him a, a bit. Man, too bad you don't have old reliable here. Okay, it's you crack cold. your whip near him. Still no response. He doesn't move. He just still sits, just stands there, staring off. Arms to his side. Uh, okay. So, I'm gonna go up behind him and do the, uh, the sleeper hold around his neck. That way, you know, I have the drop on him, but also, if he's friendly, then I just knock him out. Or put him to sleep, you know, due to lack of oxygen and whatnot. You're going to go put him in a sleeper hold? <laughs> <laughs> have I caught up to him yet? Yeah, t yeah, Major Bakersfield, you're, you're up right next to him. You see the same thing. Oh, oh, hey, uh, did you bring a reliable? Uh, I've always got old reliable on me. I'm wondering if maybe we should net that dude, because he's freaking me out. Uh, that might not be a bad idea. I'm going to start kind of like sidestepping around the guy to try and like see his face. But I'm keeping a, you know, a good 10, fi 10 foot distance or so. Okay, I can't listen to this. You guys are going to die. Oh. All right. We'll see you in the As you start working your way around him, keeping your flashlight on him, and Old Reliable, a hand on Old Reliable. As you swing around to where you can start seeing the front of him and you can see his face. His face is that of a man in his, in his early 20s. He's young. His head is tilted back slightly. He's looking up 
maybe up into the trees. And as your flashlight catches his eyes, you see they're rolled back to the whites. And as you're, as you're getting closer and you have your flashlight shining on him, his mouth is hanging open slightly. You actually see that he appears to be shaking a little bit. And, uh, and his mouth is moving slightly, almost like he's trying to say something. I pull out old reliable and I say, sir, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm going to net you. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like maybe he's trying to say something. Major Bakersfield, Tallahassee Turner, roll a listen check. Let's have Tallahassee get real, Son real close. I only got a 20. 84. Alright, that's a failure for Tallahassee. 83! <laughs> and a failure for Major Baker. I rolled 83 out of 20, and Seth rolled 84. Too bad you guys don't have me with you. I've got a 66. From how far away you guys are, you can't quite hear what's coming out of his mouth. I'm gonna push the roll by closing my eyes. <laughs> Focusing really hard. Hard as I can. Like Harry Dresden. <laughs> You could possibly okay. hear him if you Back were to get to plan closer. A. Sleeper hold. Uh, well, I've got my net drawn. I'm stepping closer and closer to him. Me too, but I'm kind of more like nonchalant, like nothing's going on, so I start whistling. I'm like... I've got my net out with both hands. I've got my flashlight in my mouth. It's a smaller one. As you get close to him, now within a couple of yards, all you hear coming out of his mouth is a gasping noise. His mouth, his lips are moving a little bit. All you hear are, is as his eyes are rolled back into his head. I go do the Heimlich. Uh, I'm gonna toss my net. He's joking. All right, so as well, we can still net him. As you're watching him, as you get prepared to toss your net. Suddenly you see a light, but it's coming from inside of his open mouth. A light? Nope, this is too scary, guys. I quit. Uh, Tallahassee, there's something really wrong with this guy. So, something comes pouring out from inside his mouth, and as it does, you see the skin on his body start to scorch and burn and flake away from his mouth and on his face. You see his clothes I step back. start to burn away and his chest as this silver white quicksilver light comes pouring out of his mouth. Oh, insanity check. Here it comes. Let's have a sanity check. Alright. Uh, Maybe you guys should start running. Pick up a rock. And I actually just run and smash him on the head. It's this on the back. Just it's this unearthly, unworldly. I quicksilver substance that's just floating in the air as it comes out of his mouth. As it pours out of his mouth, it doesn't pour down his face. It comes out like it's floating through the air, coming towards you. Well, I'm bat crap crazy now, so I just let it engulf me. (laughs) <laughs> All right, did you guys both? You guys both failed. We both yeah. failed. Both failed. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna need you to roll a d6. Oh. Well, don't. I, oh wait, am I doing an insan or uh, intelligence check first or no? What? 
I rolled a four. Well, I did a sanity fail. Yeah, so now you get to lose sanity. Did you hear that, Alex? You rolled a four? Yeah. All right, so lose four points of sanity. Tallahassee, what about you? (laughs) Tallahassee got a five. (laughs) All right, Tallahassee, now you're going to make an intelligence check. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you you want to fail this one. I somehow regret my decision. Yeah, you want to fail this. (laughs) Too bad you're really intelligent. (laughs) I know. You know, for being so intelligent, I'm I'm awfully dumb. You've made some really bad decisions. Yep. And it, we just got started. This is book smarts, um, but, you know, not street smarts. Is the Pretty thing. sure Tallahassee's going to die. Yep. Say goodbye, friends. 90. Nine. No, not... <laughs> nine? <laughs> oh, my gosh. He rolled, like, an extreme nine. success. We got a nine. Dude. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is okay! <laughs> Seth suddenly understands everything. Can I see any of this going on from the truck? Not from where you are. Okay, Tallahassee Turner, you're going to suffer from a bout of madness. <laughs> oh, yep. Man. Dude, Bakersfield, run, buddy. Run, run, run. Uh, Billy McConnell, everybody back in the truck, I want you guys all to roll a listen check. Every man from himself. Oh, I got pretty good oh, listen. Snap. I got oh. 11 on my listen, and I got a 70. 89. 89. I got a extreme success. I'm back 98. in it, guys. 89. Classic me. Okay, so you failed? I failed horribly. Um, I got an 89. I failed worse than A. Okay. My window still up. So Billy's the only one who succeeded? No, I got a, I got an 11 out of a, out of 70. 98. Oh, 98. Okay. Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, what's your name? Dr. Simi. Simi. Yeah. You're the one, you're the one who succeeded. Extremely succeeded. Extremely succeeded. Okay, so you're sitting yeah, there trying to talk to this woman, and you hear two screams from the woods where you saw your friends go running off a moment ago. Um, Dom Drinkard appears to be uh, drinking something out of a flask. He doesn't appear to have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> um, should, I, should I offer some to the, the nice young woman here? Yeah, have a little, little bit of. Okay, experience. so hang on one I've second. Little, I've got a little moonshine for you. Okay. Um. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, Doctor Simeon, what do you do? I tell everyone to shut up. Shut up. Did you guys hear that? I heard two screams coming from where Simi or <laughs> Bakersfield and Tallahassee came. I get out of the car, and I look in the direction where he's beaming the lights. Okay. From the car. All right. Tallahassee Turner, I need you to roll me a D10. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Eight. eight. Oh. That's... <laughs> he got an eight. eight. All ten have different things. <laughs> an eight. Oh, yeah. Tallahassee Turner, meeting, that's right? probably the best that you could have rolled. <laughs> eight. Flee in panic. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> is he going to pick a direction? Um, or is it random? Sheesh. Um, I think it's probably going to be random. Can I do like a D4 and it determines northwest, east, southwest? Yeah, let's do. That's a good idea, Seth. Why don't you roll a D4 starting with one for north? 
And then and which what? way's the truck? Uh, let's see. East? The truck would be. West. I think you were traveling west, so uh, the truck would be to the north. So one is north, and two is one, east. Yeah, or one is north, two here? is east, three is south, four is west. Deeper into the woods. Two. I got a two. He went east. Two. You're going east. He went east. Went yeah. The opposite way. <laughs> so east is actually. The truck's north. It's not that bad. So east is actually. Uh, yeah, no, that's back the way you guys were. Uh, so that's Tallahassee Turner's running back to Arkham. <laughs> I'm going to the insane asylum. Tallahassee Turner going. screams and just starts booking it. What running through the woods, crashing mommy, through the mommy, underbrush. Mommy, 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 mommy. Um, Major Bakersfield, what do you do? You see this silver white light pouring out of this man's mouth as his flesh appears to be scorching away from his body, burning into ash. I would run too, maybe towards the north. Um, does he appear to be violent at all? The man? The no. Burning, yeah. The, burning the man, man with huge, He appears to be He's on fire. in pain and shock as he is apparently being uh, immolated from the inside. Should I blow this guy away and put him out of his misery, guys? Or should I just run for it and maybe try and rain Tallahassee's wits back? You have your back. pistol with you, don't you? Start singing a song. I've got my pistol and a shotgun. I put a spell well, on it. Well, you always have your Colt M1911. Start singing that. Yeah, I've got that, but I drew my shotgun. Uh, hey, what spell did once you learn? The dude, well, actually, I guess I rolled sanity, so I don't know if I drew my shotgun yet or not. But that was what I was going to do. I was going to put Old Reliable back in my satchel and drop So you want to shoot him? Uh, oh, what are you guys hey, We're not think? there. We don't get to help you. This is your call, Major you. Bakersfield. You see what's happening to this guy? You going to put him out of his misery? I would have run for it. Sleeper hold, dude. Well, I've never seen anyone spontaneously combust before, and I've seen a lot of stuff. Now you've seen everything. Now I've seen everything. I can go home. I would have run for it. Um, You've also never seen a silvery white glowing quicksilver substance pour out of someone's mouth and start questing around ahead of it like it's looking for something else. Uh, Does he have a time limit to make a decision before he dies? Does he just get a chill there all night? (laughs) Come on, Bakersfield, what are you going to do? He's a quarter mile away by now. As long as I think about it. What would Major Bakersfield do? Um... You see the whites of his eyes explode with red as his eyes hemorrhage and the veins around his face start exploding. As he's convulsing and some the of his... The fiery, like, dead, mouth snake is going to possess right, I'm you. I'm shooting next. this guy in the face and I'm okay. running Are you going to use your, your handgun? All right, I'm pulling out my, uh, my revolver uh, and I'm shooting him in the face. <laughs> All right, um, your Colt M1911. My Colt M1911. Right, it's not a revolver, yeah. by the way. It's a magazine-fed... 45. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Learn your guns, military man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tallahassee, give me a dramatic description. Or not Tallahassee. Major Bakersfield, give me a dramatic description of what you're about to do. All right. Um, as I barely hold my wits together, as light explodes out of this guy's face, I calmly grab my Colt M1911 pull it out, point it at the guy's face, and I pull the trigger. Okay, Major Bakersfield, seeing that obviously this guy is way far beyond saving, decides he needs to put him out of his misery. 
pulls his handgun out, points it at his head, pulls the trigger. It explodes and you see a hole appear in the man's head. And you see his body go limp, but he doesn't drop. He hangs there in the air. His arms limp to his side, his legs drop limp, almost like a Muppet, a Muppet, almost like a marionette with his strings. <laughs> he stands there like a Muppet. Oh, hey guys, oh, I know. That's, when, that's when you see the hand <laughs> up his back here. <laughs> Cookies. <laughs> you see his body go limp, like a marionette with its strings cut, but he doesn't fall to the ground. He's hanging there, almost hanging from that light that's pouring out of his mouth as it continues to flow out into the open air. That's when I run for it. All right, where are you running? I'm going to run in the direction that Tallahassee went so I can kind of try and fix his crazy and direct it towards the truck. Can you, though? Okay. I'm going to steer him. Doctor can't stand your bits. Where are you? I am outside the car staring into the woods right now. Okay, uh, roll a spot hidden. Do they hear uh, the gunshot? Oh, I got, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're a I murderer. I got 29. Uh, did the, did the girl in the back respond at all to this loud gunshot? 13. I got 13 out of 29. Success! Okay. Uh, and actually, um, now that there has been a gunshot, uh, you guys all heard that from back in the truck. Did the girl hear it, and did she respond or in any way? She screams after she, she hears. Screams. After she hears the gunshot, she screams, and she starts backing up and moving closer to the cab of the truck, and just huddling as far as she can away from the opening in the back. Just calm down. Everything's going to be all right. I know we just heard a gunshot, but it's probably hunters. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some hunters out in the middle of the worst storm of the century. <laughs> <laughs> totally normal. Trying to find a nice grouse. <laughs> I get out of the truck and uh, squint off into the woods, see if I can see what's going on. Uh, Dr. Simeon, yeah, you see, um, as you're looking and you're, you're squinting, trying to, trying to look through the woods and see what you can see through the trees, you do see Tallahassee Turner just go scrambling off, uh, booking it as fast as he can. His flashlight is is dancing through the woods as you see the light from his hands as he's running. A second later, you see uh, Major Bakersfield running up behind him. Okay, so um, I start calling out to him, and I kind of run after. I kind of run after him. I say, "Dom, look after the girl." Tallahassee's gone insane again. <laughs> and I go. I run after him. Okay, let's see. Okay, so Tallahassee Turner, I want you to make a dex roll. Also, Major Bakersfield, I would like you to make a dex roll. Alright. <clears throat> Do I need to make one? Uh, 16 out of 60. Success. I, need that I got a 45 out of 60. They both succeed. Major Bakersfield, you can't seem to quite make any ground on Tallahassee Turner as he is just madly sprinting through the woods. He seems to be ignoring branches and leaves and bushes as he just crashes through them in his mad dash. Um, let's see. Simeon, uh, let's see, roll a dex check. I got 50. 
58. You're slower. 58. I trip and yeah, break my that's neck. Actually, that is, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> Alright, so Dr. Simeon trips and dies. <laughs> Alright, All right. guys, I gotta go. Donovan, it's been good. Uh, Alright, guys, well, this has been a good run. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> No, but really what happened? Uh, no, you do actually trip as soon as you get and start making your way through the underbrush. Get... <laughs> so you trip, you crash into the, some bushes, you're, you fall in, you're down on your hands and knees. With the rain and the weather and how muddy it is and how thick the, the greenery is, it's really hard to make your th- way through at any kind of speed. The only reason Tallahassee is really doing it is because he's crazy and he's just smashing through everything. Then I just, I get up, and, uh, I give up, and I go back to the to the cab of the truck for, to the girl. Okay. Do you see uh, Billy McConnell? You jumped out and started running, didn't you? I didn't start running. I just was looking to see if I could see anybody. Well, you see Dr. Simeon trip and eat it about eight yeah. feet into the woods. <laughs> Good job, buddy. <laughs> I, I um, trip. You might want a flashlight. It's a little dark. So you do, uh, you two see them. Running on, yeah, running in the woods back the direction that you guys came driving from. And I see... Uh, now that you saw... I just see them both running? Yeah, you saw Dr. Simeon kind of start running towards him, so you looked ahead to see what he was running towards, and now you see them running through the woods. You see their flashlights also, the beams. Once they've kind of split from the headlights, you can see their flashlights now. I just yell at him. Hey, where are you going? The truck's over here! All right, Billy McConnell, roll up Persuade. Persuade. Ah, I only got a 25. Here we go. A 23! Yeah, how about <laughs> them apples? <laughs> All right, that's a pretty lucky roll. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, let's go. We'll go with it. Um, Tallahassee Turner, you hear Billy McConnell yell from your left. And it breaks through this panicked haze you've got going through your mind for just a split second that you do hesitate for a minute and start looking around. Uh, Major Bakersfield, roll another dex check. Dex? Hurry up, Bakersfield. uh, 30 out of 60. Hard success. Okay. You managed to catch up to Tallahassee as as he's stopped for a second and he's looking around. Oh, really? Okay, uh, I'm going to grab him firmly. With your net. Uh, I'm not going to net him. Why wouldn't you net because him? Because then it's going to be a pain in the butt to drag him back through the brush. Major Bakersfield acting like he doesn't net people all the time. Why would I net him? <laughs> you know you're going to net anybody Here, any right, chance you get. <laughs> all right, I throw my net around. I wrap it around him. <laughs> As he throws the net around me, I look at all the brain chunks on his shirt. <laughs> and there's this brain chunks all over him, and there's blood splattered all over his face. It's like, hey, Tallahassee, it's me. Everything's fine. Just come on in. It's me, Bakersfield. It's me. It it's all good. Netty hands. Come with netty hands. Tallahassee, at, Tallahassee, as you get enclosed in a net, you have this strange flashback to a hazy dream of being netted once before. I see a dark silhouette in suspenders. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) 
All right, Major Bakersfield, you've wrapped up Tallahassee Turner. As he's, he's kind of trying to break free as he's still kind of in a panic. What do you do? Okay, I'm, I'm not tackling him. I wrap it around and I'm, I'm like pulling on it in front of him to try and like use it as a leash uh, to bring him back. And I say, snap out of it, Tallahassee. All right, I, wanna, I want you guys to make up those strength rolls. Yeah, sucker. Bring it on. You're going there. You want him to fail? You're pretty weak there, buddy. Oof. 74, 74 out of 80. <laughs> you rolled 74 as well? 74s. We're one person. What's your strength? Has Four, 40. 40. Oh, okay. I wasted you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, your guys' Schwartz combine in the middle, and neither is able to overcome the other. Now going insane. Uh, no, not really. Neither of you have Schwartz. <laughs> Both of your wands shoot out and combine in the middle as you try and destroy the last Horcrux. Uh, no, okay. Uh, well, that's a success, though, for Major Bakersfield, while that is a failure for Tallahassee Turner, because he is weak. <laughs> this is while true. Major Bakersfield is strong. All right, you managed to drag him back towards the road. You managed to get to the road. You see Billy McConnell standing there looking towards you guys, uh, helping Dr. Simeon up. Yeah, yeah. So I'll help him up, and then I'm going to go help drag crazy pants and ask what's going on what's going on Simeon what happened to you man what are you doing Tallahassee the truck's over here why are you running back I'm trying to save myself every man for himself everyone's gonna die that's perfect that's perfect who, Seth who fired a gun what's going on guys just get in the truck guys we, I'll explain everything on the way alright let's uh, throw him in the back of the truck Okay, you guys are also, all of you guys are just soaked to the bone now with how long you've been out in the rain. And you guys are getting, it's just freezing. Billy McConnell, you see Major Bakersfield in the passenger seat next to you as he keeps glancing back into the woods, the direction that you, he came from as you guys speed off. Major, what happened? Well, who fired a gun? You look pretty, uh, tricked out there. See, so, yeah, I followed Tallahassee Turner into the woods, found a crazy guy, light burst out of him, shot him okay. in the face, ran off. You shot him in the face? <laughs> Is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> you, you do remember I'm a cop, right? You just shot a guy in the face? I just, I reiterate exactly what happened to him. And I just say, we're not in Kansas anymore, McConnell. Right, so... He was burning up? Yeah, the light exploded out of his, out of his mouth. Tallahassee lost his mind, ran off. Uh, and it looked, this light came out of his mouth. It looked like it was, like, looking for something. Okay, so as you're driving, listening to Major Bakersfield's story, uh, it is disturbing. And something you would have thought was just a crazy story that somebody tried to tell you before. Maybe before the events you guys lived through a few months ago. But as the road curves around, you see one road on your left as you pass it, as you're driving forward. And then a little, little ways ahead, you start seeing lights in the distance. 
just up ahead of you. And as you get closer, you pull up and you see the lights are burning brightly on a gas station in a diner that's just down the road up to your right. You see a brightly lit sign up above that says Orchard Run Gas and Cafe. They look pretty modern, though modest. There's a single pump gas station with a wooden framed office and a parking garage set back from the road a little ways. Looks like there's an older Packard parked alongside of the gas station. And then farther down the road a little ways from that, you see the diner just up ahead on your right. It's also very well lit, it has many windows. You can actually see people inside kind of milling around. And as you pull up and you're getting closer, you see there's a two-seater there's a two-seater Ford Roadster parked out front. And actually just ahead of you on the road out in front of the diner, there's a four-wheeled flatbed cattle truck that's slewed across the road at an angle where it clearly is skidded to a halt in the mud. As you pull up and you start slowing down, you can tell it seemingly looks abandoned. The driver's cab door is left open. And the truck is almost but not quite blocking the road farther on to Dunwich as its wheels rest half sunken into the thick mud. Billy McConnell, what do you do? Okay, uh, I'm gonna pull over here at the diner. Is it like right by the diner? Yeah, it's just out in front of the diner. It's on the road in front of the diner. Uh, I was planning on stopping anyway, so I guess uh, let's see what's going on. And then I think we should get some chow and, you know, you can tell us all what happened. So Billy McConnell pulls into the diner, into the one of the, into the parking area, slows to a stop. All right, uh, get out. Go around the back, say, hey, we're, we're going to get some chow. Bring the, bring the broad, bring the dame. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go get. Some, I'm gonna go get cleaned up of all this muck. And uh, Billy, I need you to take the girl inside and get her something to eat. Get her out of shock. We need her talking here soon. Okay, so you guys all climb out of the truck. Tallahassee, your uh, madness is worn off over the last few minutes in this drive. You find yourself as you kind of come back to your senses you're sitting in the back of a truck again covered in a net (laughs) (laughs) a little help (laughs) Uh, you're soaking wet from being out in the rain you guys are all all of you are pretty much freezing at this point except for maybe Dom Truncard he's the only one who hasn't gotten out of the truck he's been drinking his spirits yeah (laughs) he's all toasty he's pretty fueled up and feeling nice and toasty Okay, so you guys all climb out. You see the well-lit cafe, the diner just in front of you. You see a bunch of people through the windows kind of milling around. Um, As I said before, there's a a fairly nice-looking newish two-seater Ford Roadster parked out um, near where you guys parked. It's the only car that's parked out front of the diner. So you guys all start heading your way into the diner. Guiding the, the girl. Yeah, guiding the girl inside. You push the door open, you hear a little bell. As you walk in, the inside is, it's nice, it's clean, it's warm and inviting. That's a far contrast from the weather outside. Ooh, that's nice. You're looking around, it looks like a, it's a nice little diner. Everything looks pretty modern. Nothing looks more than maybe a few years old. 
You see there's a single waitress standing behind the counter, though she doesn't actually seem to notice you guys coming in. Uh, she's actually focused over on one of the booths where there are several people gathered around. Uh, one guy that's leaning back in the booth, he's a, he's a big man, he's soaking wet, sitting there. And they're all kind of standing around there, talking to him. There's three people standing around, and there's another middle-aged looking guy uh, and an older couple that are standing next to him as they're all standing around trying to talk to this this gentleman that's seated at the booth. I, I walk a little closer to see if I can hear what's going on. Uh, okay, as you walk closer to the people that are all sitting around, uh, they're, they're talking to the big man that's seated. He's a... Uh, He's kind of a grubby-looking gentleman. Yeah, he's got a scruffy beard, uh, scraggly hair. He's got—he's kind of red-faced. You hear him talking to these, to the people that are standing around, and the middle-aged man, and the older couple. And he's just saying, "Well, you should have seen it. Ran me off the road. The lad, the dead lad. It almost killed me. He's out there. He's after me." Net him. <laughs> uh, roll a... Let's see. Uh, I guess just from looking at him, you can tell he's obviously pretty... Uh, distraught from his state. And he's soaking wet. Like He looks like he also just came in from the rain. Now, now, now Jake, what... Uh. What are you talking about? The light? What, what's going on? Like, you you gotta get that truck out from out there. You're 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 completely blocking the road, Jake. No, I I ain't going back out there. Not right now. I ain't going back out there. It's out there. It's gonna it's gonna get me. Now, Jake, there's nothing out there. All right. You got you gotta calm down. Okay. I mean, everything's fine. Uh, the other voice is coming from the middle-aged man standing there, who's uh, somewhat portly. He's wearing a newsboy cap. He's got a big bottle brush mustache, uh, and he's just in his shirt sleeves with a. He's wearing a bow tie. That's a nice bow tie you got there. Oh what? what? Oh uh, oh hello. Uh, uh, thank you. I got it from Boston. Uh, yeah, excuse me, folks. Uh, my name's Tallahassee Turner. You might recognize me, my name from my famous books. I just got a really, really important question here real quick. Okay. Uh, what, can, what can I do for you, Mr. Turner? Excuse me, folks. Uh, my name's Tallahassee Turner, famous explorer author. You probably recognize my name. Uh, quite famous. A number of uh, number one bestsellers. I actually really do have one very important question. Uh, oh, welcome. Welcome, Mr. Turner. Welcome to the Orchard Run Gas and Cafe. I'm Dan Keelham, the, uh, the manager here. Glad to have Great. Thanks, Chubby. But what I'm really so, trying to get at sorry. is I want to know about this deadlight that he's talking about. Uh, deadlight. What did it look like? Was it coming out of a dead oh, no, person? No, 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 Mr. Turner, don't just don't listen to the old Jake. Jake here. He's uh. Listen, Fatso. I already saw a man out in the woods with light coming out of his orifices. Light coming out of his orifices. Ev all his holes. Every in his body. orifice. Pretty much, yeah. Even the new Every, one that Major Baker's even. 
<laughs> you weren't there, you know. Wait, it came out of the every hole? Witnesses. Even... Listen, man, he Even has his, a silvery, shiny his, his fire butthole. coming out of his <laughs> face. His mouth was open, going, all right, all right, wait, wait, wait. And wait, there wait. was flames just, just coming out, I tell you, okay? Uh, Dan, I need, I need, Dan, is that your name, Dan? Now, just hold on, Dan. Mr. Turner. I need to establish something here real quick. The light was, was it coming out of his butthole? <laughs> <laughs> And you said every hole. I wouldn't. I'm just. It's true. I, All right, hold on. I, hey, my name's. I might. Hi, my name's Doctor Simeon. Can't stand your bits. And your name was Dan. Is Dan, that correct? Dan Keelham. I'm the manager. Here. Dan Keelham. Nice to meet you. Well, my friend Haley Hassey here. He had a little, a little incident with a net. Don't listen to him right now. We're gonna go ahead and sit down and get some food. Tallahassee. That, that sounds like a great idea. Mary. Mary. Hey, what are you doing? Um, should we maybe see if anybody knows this, you know, young lady? Um, as he says, Mary, you see the waitress from behind the counter. She, she kind of breaks out of her, her, um, her stunned daze and starts looking around and kind of finally seems to notice you guys. Sees you guys all standing around and she looks over, uh, sees you guys. She goes from person to person. You see her eyes kind of jump from person to person. And when she sees the woman that's with you guys... She uh, gasps and actually drops the coffee cup that she's holding in her hand. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. If you like what you hear, show us your support by checking us out on patreon.com forward slash The Arkham Files and leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Thanks again. Psychologists were injured in the recording of this episode.